0: the israel report with Rolene marks i'm just gone 18 minutes past five time now to catch up on what's happening in israel our correspondent from israel Rolene marks joins us now Rolene, good afternoon thanks once again for joining us
1: good afternoon and before we get into today's update i just want to uh, say something uh, i am aware that there are supposedly lists circulating on social media mm-hmm. with the Uh, speculated names of the 32 hostages that were confirmed killed yesterday. We have no confirmation of, of what names from the IDF or the government. Those are the only reputable sources for names. Any information about hostages alive or sadly dead has to come from the IDF or from the government. And they have not released names. So please, if you see any names circulating, please ignore, please do not disseminate. This is not information that has been confirmed. By the only reputable source when it comes to uh, officially releasing names and that is the IDF and official government.
0: As you've pointed out so many times before, Roline, let's just hope the message has been sent out loud and clear. Speaking of the hostage situation, what is the latest regarding it on the political front? And also let's also look at the family relatives camping on, on the Gaza border. We seem to be having a bit more to chat about about the hostage situation and the deals being spoken about at the moment
1: well it is an absolutely untenable situation Mm uh it is today marks exactly four months since that horrific horrific black saturday uh where we saw over 1200 of uh, our israeli citizens and foreign nationals brutally slaughtered in, in in the most gruesome way by hamas and uh uh over 250 taken hostage and right now what we know as we we heard yesterday uh confirmed reports by israeli intelligence that 32 hostages were uh, uh, have been killed their families have been notified and again i'm going to stress again the information about who has been killed has not been made public again it has not been made public uh, however, we are still I- I- in the middle of negotiations with Hamas. Last night we heard from the Qataris, who are playing a very, very important role in the uh, hostage negotiations. They said that things looked optimistic, however, uh, we have heard that Hamas are uh, demanding a-, a full withdrawal. Of Israeli troops and a, a complete ceasefire before they will agree to anything now the Biden administration have said that the Hamas response to the hostage deal and we don't have too much information about mm. uh, what is on the table uh, understand it's very sensitive information but the Biden administration have said that Hamas's response is uh, a little over-the-top Right. and we have had um, Uh, officials in the Israeli government saying that some of the demands are absolutely, you know, they cannot be done, and that uh, they will go back to debating and go back to the drawing board with regards to that. So that is where we stand with uh, hostages. We do have Secretary of State Blinken in the country at the moment. Uh, he has just met with President Herzog, and uh, they have released uh, their their statements to, to the press. And I'm going to read to you um, a, a little bit uh, from Secretary Blinken. He says, uh, there's a lot of work to be done before a deal is reached. We're looking at it intensely. and uh, He says, as is, I know the government of Israel and there's a lot of work to be done, but we are very much focused on doing that work and hopefully being able to resume the release of hostages that was interrupted uh, so many months ago. He also goes on to blame civilian deaths and suffering in Gaza squarely on Hamas, he says, there are so many innocent men, women and children who are suffering as a result of the attacks perpetrated by Hamas and are now being caught in the crossfire of Hamas's making. So again, and I know that there are WhatsApp groups that many of you subscribe to that are sharing breaking news about a hostage deal. I know exactly which group that is. Uh, again I want to stress that group is does not operate from Israel that uh, is not run by a, a, a journalist and um, you've heard it from Secretary of State Blinken and Israeli officials. We don't have a final deal. It is still in the process of being discussed.
0: Well, certainly it looks as, it looks like an issue that's certainly going to drag out for a while, Rolene. It's going to be interesting to see exactly what's going to be arrived at eventually. In the meantime, we have family, uh, well, relatives of hostages camping on the Gaza border. They've been camping there.
1: They've been camping there, and, and what is very important to note is that area is a closed military zone. The mm-hmm. IDF have said that this is a closed military zone, and, and, and some people actually have been arrested. but why they are there is they say that we are sending in all this aid, humanitarian aid, um, which is what we want to do know, our war Mm. is not with the people of the Gaza Strip, our war is with uh, Hamas, who as Secretary of State Blinken so correctly says is responsible for all of this uh, human suffering Uh, and what these families are saying is the aid is going in but no hostages are coming out we also heard from French officials yesterday saying they are demanding to know whether or not the medications that they sent in for the hostages have actually reached the hostages. We have mm. no confirmation. And, and French officials are saying we demand confirmation. Mm. Did those, uh, did that medication, uh, has it been received? Uh, and we just don't know.
0: And of course, the families are agitated by the fact that Hamas is also a hijacking aid.
1: Hamas is hijacking aid. This is a huge, huge problem that uh, was demonstrated to the International Court of of Justice with with videos. Um, It is a massive, massive problem, and uh, we need to ensure that aid gets to the people Mm -hmm. of Gaza who so desperately need it.
0: Roland, there's that saying, better late than never. One wonders why so late. We had Pramila Patton, the UN Special Representative of the Secretary General on Sexual Violence and Conflict, concluding only a visit last week. Take us through that.
1: Well, she has been in the country for a week. She has uh, visited with her team and uh, quite an in depth investigation. So, this is Pramila Patton. She is the UN Special Representative of the Secretary General on sexual mm-hmm. violence in conflict. Uh, she's been here, and, and I'm going to read to you a little bit about, uh, of, her, um, of her itinerary. She met with the Hostage and Missing Family forums, met with some of the abductees who had been returned uh, from Hamas' uh, captivities as well as their families. She also went to uh, the Shura base which is the area where uh, the, the bodies of those murdered were, were brought and, and spoke to the head of the military revenants' female corpse identification team. Uh, many of you are familiar with the testimony, the, the, the absolute harrowing testimony of uh, Sherry Mendez uh, who prepared the bodies for burial and, and what they saw. She also took the headquarters of Unit 105 of Lahav 443 of the uh, Israeli police where she was briefed on the intelligence gathering uh, and the collection of evidence on the sexual assaults uh, committed uh, by the terrorists. This is where uh, a lot of that uh, eyewitness testimony that we've heard has, has been given. She also visited the communities of the Western Negev, uh, and, and spoke to our witnesses at Kibbutz Be'eri from the Nova Festival and uh, the Nahal Oz military camp now if you recall that some of the abductees who are still being held hostage female abductees were taken from Nahal Oz from that mm-hmm. military base <coughs> one of whom was um, Na'ama Nevi mm-hmm. uh, 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 another one is uh, Agam and we've seen the video footage of them with blood all over the, the, the crotch area, the seat of their pants. She met with um, a volunteer from ZAKA, including uh, the head of ZAKA uh, emergency response team, Yossi Landau. Uh, so she has had a very, very, very comprehensive look at the the crimes committed against Israeli women and girls. And she also watched that unbearable mm-hmm. 40 minute unedited footage.
0: Rolin, I have to ask this question. Why last week? You've just mentioned when you spoke at the beginning of the show that uh, what are we looking at four months into this horrific war? And the UN Special Representative of the Secretary General on Sexual Violence in Conflict visited last week. I'm I'm trying to understand that.
1: Excellent question. I I I think think that is an excellent question. And and yesterday I I brought this issue up with uh, the, the brilliant. Sarah uh, Vice uh, Maudi, who's the legal advisor a senior legal advisor to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and served at the UN and, and actually accompanied her on some of her turns mm. she said uh, first of all when they started to get in the evidence they," she said it's her job to sift through the evidence a, a horrific job I know that as a journalist uh, and to write those legal letters to UNICEF to the uh, a genocide uh, um, special rapporteur and to to UN Women, and uh, it took nearly two months for UN Women to even respond. Mm. To even yeah. respond, and, and mm-hmm. we know what their response was. They they said they were alarmed, and I think because. Israel, especially Israeli women, and I credit the women's organisations and the incredible women who are spearheading the the fight for the rights of Israeli women sure. to be heard in the international mm. arena, have put such pressure mm. that, <coughs> excuse me, she felt compelled like to do something. Yeah. And, and 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 she said to to Sarah, and I really encourage you to listen to the interview because Sarah is absolutely phenomenal to to listen to. Um she said i can't sit in my office and uh do nothing so she arrived with her team and will put will it will give her report Mm. to the secretary general and and let's see what he does from there he has faced an immense amount of pressure from us here in israel to do something and not just sit on twitter uh say platitude we want what we call Mm. in in Mm. hebrew "tachlis." yeah We want work on the
0: ground. It's amazing, Rolene, if I can just conclude by saying it's amazing. It took almost four months for that, but it takes less than that to get Israel to the ICJ. Isn't that interesting? But okay, that's for another discussion. Rolene, thanks so much for joining us on the Afternoon Overdrive once again. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, bringing us the latest on what's happening in Israel today.